Welcome to the Get Down with Herbie Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Herbie Brown. Family, welcome back to the show. Hey, we're coming live to you all the way from Merritt Island, Florida, home of the mighty, mighty Mustangs. It's to get down with Hurley Brown. Guys, this is a sports show, but today I want to do something a little bit different. The show is still going to be about sports, but we're going to change the game a little bit. Today I want to take the time to celebrate a little. But the 2017 football season has been right around the corner. I want to take some time to remember some of the young men that are no longer with us today. Some of my fallen hurricanes. Football is a microcosm of life. As a coach, you understand that and you embrace that. You use football to teach our young men how to become better men, better husbands, better fathers. Winning or losing a football game can sometimes cloud our visions of the bigger picture, the picture of life. So we've all learned that football teaches us life lessons on a daily basis. And in these life learned lessons, we learn about loss, not just losing a football game. And sometimes it's about losing someone that is very close to you on and off the football field. I've had the misfortune of of experiencing that loss quite a few times, a lot more than what I'd like to think I, I, I would have. Um, but I've lost a number of my hurricane brothers, but loss is a fact of life. So we're gonna go back, we're gonna go to church a little bit. I got somebody with me today that's gonna join us, Pastor Stephen Caldwell, who was a pastor, the team pastor for the University of Miami for quite some time. And we're gonna celebrate the life of our fallen hurricanes. We're gonna remember them guys. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna keep their legacies and their names going. Those men were very special and dear to us. And we're gonna try and keep them in our memories forever and keep their memories alive. So. On the other end, Pastor Stephen Caldwell, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. And as the, the title says, Pastor Steve, we're going to get down today. So welcome to the show. Well, Hurley, thank you so very much. I'm glad to be here, man. And congratulations, man, on your show and to all the people in, in the area and to all your listeners. I uh, just want you to know you got a great guy here with a wealth of knowledge and um, pull it out of him. Call him and ask him questions. He'll be able to provide you with the answers. And uh, I'm certainly that I'm certainly sure that everybody will be uh, invigorated, encouraged, and revived uh, by this show and, uh, and 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 what you bring to it early. So, Pastor Steve, so I'm, I'm sitting at home one day and I get an email from Rich Rimmer. And in that email, it says that there's a young lady who's reaching out to me and she wanted to give him my phone number so she could, he could pass it on to me and I can give her a call. So I, t- I emailed him back. Yeah, Rich, what, what, what's the deal? And he emailed me back saying, Miss Marsha Gibbs Cruz. I said, wait a minute, hold on, Gibbs. Uh-huh. So now it, it sparked something. I said, wait a minute, let me, let me find out what's going on. But I waited a day because I wasn't so sure and it was kind of late when I got the email. But when I got that email, I wanted to know what was going on, what had happened, 
You know, we lost Kevin Gibbs in 1991. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day, I called and I got a chance to speak to Kevin's biological mother. And she explained to me, because I never met her. I knew the grandmother. Kevin lived in Coconut Grove. He lived with his grandmother. I knew the grandmother, but I never met his biological mom. So I got a chance to talk to her. And Pastor Steve, it struck something in me. And y'all got to get it. Forgive me if I get a little emotional. But we all know that there are no coincidences. God has everything written. It's already written. We just got to follow his plan. So I felt compelled to do my show today about all of the young men that we've lost over the years. And she went on to explain to me how she reached out to Rich and she needed something to allow her to continue to live, something of her son. And Rich Rimmert sent her a bunch of um, clothes, a bunch of University of Miami stuff. And having that conversation with her, it made me think about all of my young brothers that have gone on to that big old football field in the sky, the orange bowl in the sky, with the almighty quarterback, somebody's way better than Tom Brady, God almighty himself. You know what I mean? So, Steve, we want to take that time and we're going to talk about these guys and remember these guys and you and I, we're going to have fun with it today. But I want everybody to, to, if you got something that you want to talk about, about these guys, some memories or some things that, you know, you want to share with us today about our fallen hurricanes. And we're going to go through the list here in just a minute after we let Pastor Steve do his thing. Okay. So, Pastor Steve, you got the floor, boss. Do what you do. Well, you know, you know, early, I've, uh, I've had the distinct pleasure to uh, uh, be a part of a, a story program and uh, one that has uh, impacted the college football landscape, uh, not only the college football landscape, but also uh, the NFL. And, uh, and we've, we've, we've had an opportunity to, uh, to be a part of something special. Um, my journey started at the University of Miami um, on a part-time basis in 1996. And um, as you will know, that I was really with Marlon Barnes um, was murdered. For some of who don't know, uh, Marlon Barnes was brutally murdered uh, at that time. And uh, Butch Davis had just been at the University of Miami, I think, one season. And, uh, and then to have this, this tragic incident to occur. Um, I've spent uh, 20 years as full-time team chaplain uh, from 97 to 2017. Um, actually, uh, the end of 2016 was my last, my last uh, full-time season at the University of Miami. And in that span, uh, I, I've lost, um, uh, the, uh, I, think, I think six guys have been um, uh, lost to um, incident or accident. And uh, Marlon Barnes was the first one. Chris Campbell uh, was the, the second one uh, right after we won the national championship. And, and uh, then I think Al Blades was behind Chris Campbell, uh, Brian Pata, Sean Taylor, and JoJo mm-hmm. Nicholas. And, uh, and we're talking about 
very, very, very good young men. And, and for the most part, Hurley B., uh, many don't um, understand or, or know how to separate the personality from the person. Uh, and, and, and I think that, uh, uh, that that's what needs to be highlighted. Uh, right. uh, you know, we could talk about the personality. That's the football player. That's the one that the the fan has an opportunity to 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 view and to see through the lenses of the uh, of the arena. But uh, there's the person. There's the son. There's the father. There's the brother. Uh, there's the nephew. There's the cousin. Uh, that we all get an opportunity who's who've been there on the sidelines in the locker room and, and uh, helping them through their day-to-day lives, uh, that, that's who we get to know. And so we have a, the great blessing of God to, to know the personality as well as the person. Right. Hey, let's, let's, we got to get to this list because I want everybody to know and understand who we're talking about, okay? The young lady, Ms. Marsha Gibbs, is actually on, on the other line. We're going to go ahead and put her through. She's the one that inspired this entire show. Okay. So let's let's get her on. Hi, Harley. Hey, what's up? Oh, How you God, doing? Just me. I'm doing great now that I hear your voice and hear you talking about, you know, our beloved that has passed on. Um my day was going a little rocky, but right now I am in awesome, awesome shape. Just hearing well, everybody and everything. Well, family, this is Gibbs. Just so you all know and understand, we talked about it a few minutes ago, but this is the young lady that inspired this entire show. She inspired me to want to celebrate the lives of our fallen hurricane. Now, I personally am a better person because of all the young men that I've experienced. And over the last, let me, let me just give you something here real quick, Ms. Gibbs, and we're gonna talk about Kevin. Okay. Over the last seven and a half months, we've lost some hurricanes, former hurricanes. We right. lost Lester Williams. We lost my dog, Cortez Kennedy. We lost Leonard Myers, Rick Toon, yeah. Ray Henley. And then we lost the general giant and Freeman Brown. We, and again, like you said earlier, Pastor Steve, a lot of times we have a tendency to, to lose sight of the bigger picture. These are somebody's sons. These are somebody's husbands, somebody's fathers. They're the nephews, the uncles. We have a tendency to lose sight of that. But we're going to bring all that back, you know, full circle today. And we're going to talk about the men. And I'm telling you, Cortez Kennedy was my dude. Yeah. Courtney, Courtney Kennedy, if you're out there, sweetheart, you, you, your father was an amazing person. And no matter, and here's the deal about the University of Miami, Pastor Steve, you know you were there for a long time. We don't have to talk to each other every day. We don't have to Facebook no. each other. We don't have to call. But we know that we love each other dearly. And if you ever need me, I'm going to be there for you because you're a C4L, baby. Cane for life. Right. Once you're a hurricane, you're always a hurricane. And Miss Gibbs. So now that you and I have connected. Miss Gibbs' experiences. 
That's what she experienced. You know? Absolutely. Uh, how how you doing, Ms. Gibbs? Uh, how you I'm doing? fine, thank um, you. I'm well. You know, and, and this is, you know, and you this is this is the personification of Hurley, you know, and, and the experience of the, of reaching out and and, and and pulling on that family uh, to help with the process. And uh, and it, it, it is such a, a great, you know, I, you, you said it, and uh, when, we, when we talk about 30 and 30, you know, uh, Mike says it best, you know, there are many football programs, but we, we are a football family. And, uh, exactly. and, and to your point, you know, my, my wife, when I first got married to her, she couldn't understand you know, just how how attached to the you uh, I am, and and like you know, and and it just I gotta be here for this. I gotta be. I didn't think this is my job, you know. But she was like, well, you know, it seems like it's more than a job for you, you know. And then she came to a reunion, and she saw Michael Irvin, Jerome, uh, 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 not not Jerome, but uh, Andre Brown. Um, Saw saw several uh, Nate Webster and 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 Benny and Brian Blades and you know she said these guys been gone for years and they still come back like this and I said honey you gotta understand we're we're not just a football program but we are a football family and and this so is with, with that being right said Pastor Steve I hate to cut you off but we got to take a break and well let's keep it right there because we're going to continue on from when we come back we're going to take that and we're going to elaborate on, on that a little bit more. Ms. Gibbs, you stay with stay with us, baby. Don't go nowhere. I, I'm here. Okay, again, you part of this family, so you're going to stay with us. You got us now. You can't go nowhere. You can't I'm get rid of us. No matter how bad I'm you might want to get rid of us, either. you can't do, baby. Okay, and we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I got you. When we come All back, right. we'll continue on with our fallen canes. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune into The Revolution with Jim and Trav this week as we discuss essential outdoor survival skills. You'll hear a tale how one man survived a near-fatal shooting in the woods. Joining us is Laura Shera, host of Survival Science, Jay Gregory from The Wild Outdoors, and Yamaha's ATV and side-by-side group marketing manager, Steve Nessel. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is 
The Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. We're back, family. So, family, again, Pastor Steve was talking about how there's a bunch of football programs out there. But the University of Miami, especially when we played, was a true football family. Okay. Now, my co-host, my friend, my former roommate, Kelvin Harris has joined us. Kelvin, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, what's going on? No problem. Good. Now, Pastor Steve, let's continue on about the University of Miami and how close we were. I got a story to tell you. And I know your, your wife, you know, she didn't understand. And again, my wife was actually a part of the family because we were coaching there for a while. But mm-hmm. it was about maybe 14, 15 years ago. I was coaching at FIU. My dad had given me an old 1969 C10 pickup truck. And I wanted that truck so bad. I came up here, man, we got up here came up here and I got in that truck and I was going to drive my truck back to Miami. The gas gauge didn't work. <laughs> the truck drank gas. So now you got to understand, Vero Beach Sebastian's probably only about, about an hour away from Merritt Island, where I'm from. I got on 95. I'm following my wife. She's in a little Mercedes. I'm in this old beat up 69 pickup truck, but I love that truck. Man, we drive get down to Sebastian and I run out of gas. I said, oh my God. Now she laughing at me. She talking, I told you not to get this truck. I'm all big old ball <laughs> Now mind you, it's Mother's Day now. So, yeah, out of all days, this is Mother's Day. So I'm sitting there and I'm racking my brain, what am I gonna do? I, if I leave my truck on the side of the road, somebody's gonna steal my truck. I don't lose my truck. So I got a rack in my brain. I call somebody, call one of our teammates. And I was asking, man, do you know anybody that's up here? And he asked, well, where you at, Hurt? I'm up here by Vero Beach. He said, man, you know Randy Bethel's up there. I said, that's right. I forgot about Bear. So I called Bear. Now, mind you, Bear's at church. You know, Bear's an ordained minister, deacon, whatever. And he answers the phone. Right. Hey, Hurley, what's up, man? What's going on? I said, Bear, I need your help. I'm out here on 95. My truck gave out of gas. I need you to come and help me. Bear said, I'll be there in 20 minutes. In the 20 minutes, Bow was there with his entire family. And he brought me some gas. We drove probably about 15, 16 miles, and it gave out of gas again. He went and got me some more gas. And I was able to take my truck to his house and leave it there until I was able to get it towed to Florida, I mean, to, um, to Miami. And then I told him, I kept apologizing to his wife. And she said, Hurley, I know how close y'all are. I would have been more disappointed in him had he not come to help you than for him to take time away from me on Mother's Day to come help his fellow hurricane. Wow. That's a hurricane family. That's a true yeah. family, Steve. Hurricane family, you're right, Hurley. We came for life. I got a story, but and it kind of ties into the theme you got because it it deals with one of the guys that passed away that we may talk about, Um, and part of the reason why I came to UM. 
um, my, my 12th grade year, I was, uh, it was down in Florida, Clemson, Miami. And I remember the first game of the year, I took the, uh, official, vi- uh, the, uh, the, the, the visit you can take to watch the game at Florida. They played Miami. Now, I remember there was this guy, number 98. He makes a play on Florida's sideline, and they manage his that much tired, and he gets up in Galen Hall's face and said something that I can't repeat on the air, especially with two, you know, lovely young women on the line. <laughs> that dude. Jerome J.B. Brown. Oh, Brown. So, fast forward, I signed with my ass. And they give me number 98. Hey, we're, we're having some technical difficulties there. Kevin, you must be in a in a cave or something. So anyway, <laughs> but so, so we have Miss Gibbs on the line. Okay, so back in 1991, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in my room. I'm trying to be a good guy. All the guys were going out that night, Miss Gibbs. Everybody was going out. But I didn't want to go out that night. I wanted to stay in my room. I didn't want to hang out. I was going to be a good dude. I was going to go to bed early, get up in the morning, go work out. So cool. My roommate, Horace Copeland, was gone. Everybody's going out. I get in my bed. I get to sleep early. I'm knocked out to the world. I heard somebody been before. I opened the door, and it was Horace. Horace is standing there, and it looked like he had seen a ghost. And I'm like, Horace, what's wrong? He said, it's Gibbs. It's Gibbs. I said, what's wrong? What do you mean, Gibbs? He said, man, you think Kevin dead? I said, no, no. I said, man, Kevin ain't dead. I just saw Kevin. He said, no, you think he dead? I said, man, y'all be playing too much. So I said, I'm going to prove to you he ain't dead, because I could not believe it. I got in my car. I got Horace in my car with me. I said, Horace, I'm going to show you. And we drove to his grandmother's house in the Grove. And when you come off of the main strip, you make that left. Then you make that right. And when I made that right, I saw all the cars at her house. And my heart dropped. And I didn't know what to do. So we parked the car. We got out came in, we said hello. I knew then that God had called Kevin home. Yeah. And so Kevin was such a vibrant person. I couldn't believe it. I never forget. Kevin was one of those guys, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I'm confident in my manhood. Kevin was an a, he was a good looking young man. Kevin looked so good, Miss Gibbs, they called him Geronimo. He had that mocha skin, that caramel skin, didn't have a mark on his body, and he was ripped from ripped to shreds. Coming out of high school. We're looking at this dude like, like a all right, Tabitha. I heard you say that now. So we got Tabitha, Kevin's sister on the phone as well. Tabitha, thank you for coming on the show. But You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It, it was so hard to, to, to try and make sense of that loss. And I'm so grateful, Miss Gibbs, Cruz, that you reached out to me and you're allowing us to celebrate Kevin's life. Absolutely. And like I said before, you, you're stuck. 
Tabitha, your family, hey, it's, it's a wrap now. You, you can't go nowhere. You, you, you got to pick up the phone. And But you also have someone that you can call your brother. Thank you. Lost I appreciate one, that. You gained, you gained a whole lot of other ones. We all love Kevin. You know, Kevin has such a Kevin. promising future. So, and, and, and Ms. Gibbs is saying that. If I'm, if, Go ahead, Pastor Steve. If I might add, you know, and even those who did not know uh, Kevin and being, being part of the family, and when Mrs. Gibbs and, and the daughter Tabitha show up to, to uh, whatever alumni affair we have, it's, it's going to be just like, you know, if we knew who Kevin was, even though it was before. My, I was a student. Uh, at the same time, at that at that time when Kevin passed, but being a part of the family, I had no idea that God had for me to be team chaplain for the University of Miami. Uh, but in this regard, that touches me in such a way that it it, it becomes a part of the essence of who I am as a cane. Um, uh, I, I didn't go to the University of Miami but I'm a part of the University of Miami, and any part of the University of Miami makes you a king for life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I must, if I can say, as Kevin's mother, I am so honored. I am beyond loving this moment. Um, Kevin's sister is on the line, and her name is Tabitha, and Tabitha has become my daughter. Uh, Kevin never knew of Tabitha. Tabitha never knew of Kevin, and it's just ironic how we cross each other's path, but that's another story. Um, I know from the relationship that I have with her now that Kevin lives within her heart and will always live within her heart. And... When I reached out to the University of Miami, Tabitha was my right-hand girl. I mean, she was right there with me. And I would always want her to be part of this organization, this Miami Hurricanes, because it's what Kevin loved. I know my son loved me, but I think he loved you and more. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, you, you, you got to figure. I mean, he's right there in the Grove. He went to Coral Gables <laughs> High School. And that, yeah, that's what yeah. he knew. And, and, and But he was the epitome of a Miami hurricane. Let me tell you yes, something. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He ate, slept, you and And yes, he, he had did. options of other schools. But there was nothing to think about. Nope. There was no negotiation. He knew where he wanted to be. And I just thank God Almighty that he had the opportunity to be part of uh, University of Miami. And, and we're, we're grateful as well because, again, all of these guys that we're talking about, and we're going to get through that list in just a second, all right? We're going to take a break in a, in a few minutes, but... I got to say this. This is the type of person that Kevin was. Kevin was, was a very attractive young man. All the girls loved him. Uh-huh. And we, we used to tease Kevin, but Kevin would never go outside of his relationship. And that's the one thing that we learned, that it was okay to be monogamous. It was okay to be a one-woman man. 
It was cool. Kevin did it so we could do it. We didn't have to go out there and indulge in all that extracurricular stuff. This dude was sitting there telling us, man, I don't cheat on my old lady. I don't do this. And he didn't. But that was the type of person that he was. And he had all the, the, the options in the world to do it. But he wouldn't do it. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. And, but, but he was such, and I just, man, just, I could just look back now. The touchdown that he ran, how Kevin used to come to our room and sit and laugh and joke and talk. And it was just, and, and again, I couldn't believe it. But I'm so grateful, Ms. Gibbs, that, that we're having this t- chance to reflect on my relationship with Kevin, and now that I have a newfound relationship, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm tickled pink. I'm just so excited and so happy that I got a new sister, a couple of new sisters, Tabitha, you, you as well. Oh, and thank you, Harley. Yeah. So we, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna go, th- go ahead and go through that list of guys, and we're going to remember them, Pastor Steve. I don't know if you got to go up, you got a few minutes to hang out with us, but we're going to remember the, the Coach Carnes, the Robert Woodises, the Dietrich Carzells, Brian Potters, the Marlon Barnes, Sean Taylors. We're going to remember all our fallen brothers. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we're back. We're back. We got Kelvin Harris. We got Pastor Steve. Tabitha. We got Miss Gibbs. The inspiration for this entire show. So what we're going to do now is go through this list. And, you know, it, 
it's kind of it's heartbreaking to go through the list, but it's also a reminder that we are all blessed to have been able to have these young men in our lives at some point in time. So we, we yeah. can mourn the loss, but let's celebrate the lives and the experiences that we've had with these guys. So this the show was inspired by Kevin Gibbs. We lost Kevin Gibbs in 1991. 89. 89. Oh, I graduated in 91. I'm all screwed up. Boy, this thing it got me so emotional, I can't even remember. You're thinking about your graduation. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I I know his brother a lot better than I know Brian. But I remember watching Brian and trying to recruit Brian out of high school. An amazing young man. I never forget he wore number four in high school, if I remember correctly. Either four or number six. He was a single digit number. But I looked up and all of a sudden they were playing it in the at um, Lockhart Stadium. And there was a flash to hit the quarterback. And I looked. I was like, who in the world was that? Hey, man, that's Potter. That's Brian Potter. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And then he went on to sign with the University of Miami. We got a chance to watch him play. But an amazing football player and, and, and even a more amazing person. Great family. Yeah. Edwin Potter's his brother. So, you know, let's, let's talk. And yeah. again, we're going back to Pastor Steve when you were there, Chris Campbell. Yeah, and Brian lost Chris Campbell well. in the car. Right. Yeah. Brian Powder as well, and you know, um, you know, you know, the, the you know, beauty of these young men, you know, I used to Bible study on campus every Monday night and um, and I had about a hundred athletes in Bible study every Monday night without fail. Uh, I had no less than a hundred. And uh, and these young men were there as leaders, trying to to balance football and life. And they knew that one of the conduits for that is to have a relationship with God. Uh, and and I and I taught them that everybody's relationship is at a, at a different level. And uh, you don't need to be you know on the same level. Somebody's been walking with him for thirty years, you know. But the truth is, you just need to have a, a relationship with God. And they came to Bible study. And uh, I never forget after practice. Um, uh, Brian and I were together, and uh, uh, I told him I was ready to go, get me a, a smoothie. He said, come on, Pastor, you come on, I'll take you over there. And we ride in this truck, and he, we're talking, and he's talking to me about heaven and hell. And uh, he was like, man, I see, I just believe hell is right here on earth, and, you know, because there's too much stuff that's going on in the earth. We had a great theological discussion about that, and uh, he dropped me back off to my car, uh, an hour and a half later, I got a phone call that he had been shot mm-hmm. and murdered. And, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you know, so, I mean, I, I was the last one to physically be with him, you know, and, uh, and it, 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 was, it was hard, you know. It was really, really hard. And, and, um, and Sean Taylor, uh, I'm driving home, drove past his house, and um, you're talking about personality, uh, you know, we're talking about personality, Curly, you know, uh, the, the personality is the football player, uh, but the person is the man. And uh, Sean T was that guy, you know, that people could not separate the personality from the person uh, because he was a nasty SOB on the field. I mean, he really was. <laughs> yeah, but that was on the field, uh, Pastor Steve, but you got to be that yeah, way. That, now, here's a story that I love about Sean Taylor, and I want to say Santana Moss or Clinton Portis tells the story. 
No, yeah, Clinton tells the story. So Clinton had just got signed by the Washington Redskins. Sean and Santana had been there for a year or so. Right. Clinton said you know, he was riding with, with Santana. You know, he's unfamiliar with the place, so he, would, you know, he was living with Santana or whatever. But they would come to practice to the facility every day. And he said he kept seeing this car parked at the facility, and it looked like it didn't move. So one day, he said he, he was curious about that car, and he asked Santana, Tan, whose car is that? Santana told him, oh, hey, that's Sean's car. Sean? He said, yeah. He runs the practice. Sometimes after practice, he'll run home and leave his car here and get up in the morning and run the practice again. But you're talking about miles away. But that's who he was. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. it, he, even he told stories, and I, and I know his dad real well, Pete Taylor. And he talks about how, uh, Pete talks about how he used to take him six miles when he was a little kid, eight, nine, ten years old. Six, seven miles down the road, drop him off, tell him to come home, get on. Mm-hmm. This kid was groomed to be yeah, great work ethic. Great, great, great work, work ethic. Great work ethic. Great, uh, great but work. He, was, he loved to laugh. He yes. loved to laugh, and he had he had to smile. But you know, if you, you know, I mean, but you know, people saw the mean face, shine, you know. But he loved to laugh. You know, Pat, a great smile. You know, loved to laugh. Chris Campbell. Uh, this young man um, grew up in, in, in foster care. Uh, a foster parent took took um, took him in and raised him from a little ki- a little child, and he had this this vice grip of a handshake that he was trying mm-hmm. to break your hand every time he shook your hand, and uh, he measured your manhood on how well you can shake his hand. You know, and so uh, I mean, just a plethora of, of stories, and, uh, and 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 just having the opportunity, Al Blades. You know uh, these guys who who come through in my t- in my time in my twenty years at the University of Miami, and just uh, knowing those personalities, man, has been a great inspiration to me. You know they man, inspired Al, me. Man, Al Blaze was that dude. But again, you're talking about a guy that was groomed to be a Miami Hurricane. He was born to be a Miami oh, Hurricane. Man. You're talking yeah, about Hurricane man. royalty: Brian Blaze, Benny Blaze, then Al. But to have three brothers from the same household, all be good enough to be stars, not just play at the University of Miami, get full scholarship and be stars at the University of Miami. That's Hurricane Royalty. Wow. Yes, sir. That's it. And I'm talking, and again, Dietrich Clausel came in, it was a tight end for us. Dietrich was a great person. It hurts my heart to learn that he has passed. Marlon Barnes, I worked out an entire offseason with Ray Lewis and Marlon Barnes. I remember recruiting Marlon. I was an undergraduate assistant when the University of Miami recruited Marlon Barnes. I remember him like it was yesterday at Monty Trainers, him and Earl Little on the official visit. But he had this little, you know how he leaned back, he had a big old barrel chest, had that old smile to him. Boy, he just, he was so confident in who he was. Mm-hmm. The average man couldn't do nothing with him. But he was so yeah. confident in who he was, you had to, you had to almost kill him in order for him to respond. Yeah, and they and, and he, been an inspiration too, oh, to, yes. you know, to to, uh, to the young kids. Because I used to have our FCA clinic uh, out in the Port of the Isles in, in the in the Everglades, and he Earl Little used to come out there every year, man, and just be an inspiration 
uh, to the to the young men and women. We had our FCA camps, and uh, but right. listen, I have to I have to depart, man. I, I've got a, a doctor's appointment here. I got to go into. And well, uh, you better hurry and get your doctor's appointment because we don't want to be talking about you. <laughs> hey, sir, you, you get on the phone. You're talking too long, man. Hey, go do your thing, Pastor Steve. Hey, we appreciate you coming on the show, hanging out with the Get Thank Down. Thank you so much. Miss Gibbs, um, don't go nowhere, Miss Gibbs. We're going we to keep I'm you on. But Pastor Steve, I'm you just, get the doctor. Okay. I just right, want to back here to know we appreciate him. Yes, ma'am. So, and keep us all in prayer. Gibbs. We talked Definitely about Marlon Barnes, Sean Taylor, Al Blaze, Chris Campbell. We hit on Jerome. Jerome Brown. I will never forget. Jerome Brown. So we're in Club Manhattan's one night. Jerome had just come, he had just come home. They were in the offseason. It was a spring. And we all hanging out. You know, JB doing his thing. And he was sitting there hanging out, him, Winston, whatever. So he gets up and goes to the bathroom. I got tired of standing up, so I sat down. Now, Miss Gibbs, now we're in South South Miami, Club Manhattan, uh-huh. Sunday night, school night. It is packed. Uh-huh. Jerome comes back and he sees me sitting in his seat. Jerome, three hundred something climb. I'm two hundred. Uh-huh. Jerome's grabbed me and throws me on the floor, and we're on the ground wrestling in the middle of the club. What is, oh, yeah, wow. But but again, those stories and you know just being well, able to to say that I am able to call these guys my friend makes wow. me a much better person today than what I was before I went to the University of Miami. I was part of a rough '92 because uh, we got really shame saying something, but. Kevin, we we, we got to get you a phone. Either you got to go send your phone to the doctor, or we got to get you a better phone. I can't have you hosting a show. Hey, you on this on this Metro PCS now? Come on, Kevin. Hey, it ain't me. Yeah, I know it ain't you. It's your phone. But anyway, the unfortunate part, and let's real quick. Um, while I was coaching at the University of Miami, we lost one of our defensive backs. Jojo Nichols in a car accident, texting and driving. So family, please don't text and drive. Jojo and I used to sit um, every Friday night, whether it was a home game or an away game at the hotel, and we would talk, me, him, Marcus Robinson. We wouldn't even talk about football. We'd talk about life. And I had no idea that I was not going to be able to sit and talk and have those conversations with Jojo ever again. But I'm so grateful that God placed Jojo in my life and allowed me to experience such a wonderful young man. I enjoyed those conversations. I love those talks. He taught me a lot. Now, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up. So, Ms. Gibbs, stay with us. Kevin, get your phone. All right, go get your iPhone 8. They got iPhone 8, 8 iPhone 9 to be coming out in about two months. So go get your iPhone. Leave that Metro stuff alone. Well, we're going to take a break. You better, you better make well. sure they give you an endorsement for that early. I know, right? I'm going to be like P. Diddy. But anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll wrap this thing up. And we'll talk a little bit more about some more of our fallen hurricanes. 
We'll be right back with the get down. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Family, we're back. We're back. Marsha, Gibbs, Cruz, Tabitha, and Kelvin Harris, if we can never get his phone corrected. But anyway, we were just talking about... Again, our fallen canes. Now, we have some coaches that have passed um, recently. And, you know, I'd be remiss not to, if, if I didn't, talk about those guys. There's one coach on here, Coach Hubbard Alexander, who's a wide receivers coach, actually for Michael Irvin, Brian Blades, Brett Perriman, Dell Dawkins, Andre Brown, Randall Hill, Wesley Carroll. And then he went on to coach Alvin Harper and Michael Irvin when he went to the Dallas Cowboys. But Coach Hubbard Alexander was that coach, that cool coach, and he had a little raspy voice, how he talked to you. And he wanted, he, he made you want to coach. Coach, I want to be just like Coach Axe. But we lost, lost Coach Axe. Um, he was actually living in Memphis when we lost him. But again, once it came, always it came. But we learned a great deal from Coach Axe. He was our mentor, coach, slash father away from home. And we really admired his style of coaching. And again, he wasn't the one. He didn't have to argue. He didn't have to yell. But he got his point across. And he developed some great wide receivers. Coach Kachevsky. Coach Carmelo was, coach the defensive line. All of these guys, these coaches, 
that were very close to us, very dear to us. We've lost over the years. And again, uh, our, a true hurricane family, and we're not going to be able to name them all, talk about everybody. As a matter of fact, when I talk to Rich, there's a total of 350 former hurricanes that, ha- that are no longer with us. Um, and but we're talking about the most recent, okay? So we'll go back, and again, we're going to wrap this up here in a minute or so, but we'll talk about over the last seven and a half months, we lost Lester Williams. Lester Williams was an All-American at the University of Miami, went on and played the National Football League. I talked to a friend of his today, a guy that's actually going up there with the family and make sure that they get the, the proper arrangements. They want to make sure that they put Lester away correctly. So Lester Williams, we lost last week. And one of my dear friends, Cortez, I'll never forget. Cortez used to read those books and listen to Zig Ziglar motivational tapes. Cortez was 325 pounds and would come to my room and slam my door and then <laughs> run and hide behind a couch, I mean, behind a chair, like you couldn't see him. I'm like, hey, what are you, Cortez, you're like, I can't see you. Man, what are you doing? Dog. <laughs> but a great person. He has a young daughter named Courtney. Courtney came to the University of Miami and spent a little time at the University of Miami. But Courtney, if you're listening, we love you. Again, you will always always be a part of our family. Cortez, we're going to always hold them dear to our hearts. Um, Harley? Yes, ma'am. I just wanted to say that, you know, I had the opportunity to meet Cortez, and that was just before he went to Seattle. And um, he was a gentle giant. As you said, he was a beautiful person. And it just makes my heart sad to know that he passed away. Um, how long has, How long has it been? I heard it was just not kind of recent, right? Yeah, it was about two months ago, maybe a little That's bit over right. two months ago. Yeah, is um someone found him? I guess he was having some trouble, and they found him that morning. And and again, you know, you're talking about a guy that you don't talk to every day. You know, but I had the fortune of, of going over and visiting with him because he, he lived an hour away from me. So I was able to get over there and hang out with him a couple of times. And like I said, his daughter was at the University of Miami. So he would come down and we get a chance to hang out. But while we were in school, man, uh, we had a great time, an amazing time. And again, I am a better person today because I know Cortez Kennedy. Yeah. Rick Tootin, Ray Henley. Freeman Brown. Freeman Brown passed a few weeks ago, and that was another one that touched my heart. Freeman was a gentle giant for real. Freeman stood about six eight. Yeah, wow. wouldn't, wouldn't harm a flea. And every time you see him, he just give you that smile, and you, you just melts your heart. You can be mad at the world. You mess around and run into Freeman Brown, you didn't forget all the stuff that you were mad about. And you just went on with your day. Freeman was that type of person. Robert Woodis, Dietrich Clausel, Brian Potter, Marlon Barnes, Sean Taylor, Al Blaze, Chris Campbell, Jerome Brown, Jojo Nicholas, Stanley Shakespeare. 
These are all my fallen hurricane brothers, young men that were taken away from us too soon. Martin Patton. Martin Patton. Forgot all about Martin Marr. There was a, in, in the, the movie Harlem Nights, there's a scene where Richard Pryor is telling Eddie Murphy how to die. Y'all remember that, that, that scene when he's telling Eddie Murphy? Yeah. You know, it's not cool to die young. You, you know, it's cool. You, you, it's cool to die when you got, when you're old, you land in your bed, you got your grandkids, your, your kids around the bed. Unfortunately, these young men didn't get an opportunity to, to pass that way. We don't question God. We can only be grateful and thankful that they were part of our lives at one point in time. And we can cherish those moments as we move forward. So Ms. Gibbs, I must say, you were heaven sent. You are an angel. I love you. Thank you for reaching out to me and bringing me back to down to reality and allowing me the opportunity to reminisce and hang out with you today. Because had you not made that phone call, I don't think I would have looked at this the same way. I know I, I lost my brothers. I, I know I lost them, but I didn't realize the magnitude of having lost those guys and the number of guys that we've lost over the years. So, Kevin, I know you up there looking. All right, it's probably probably halftime. You know, God being the quarterback, you the running back. Jerome Brown being the, the defensive tackle. Shane Curry being a defensive end. Boy, I bet y'all got a game up there. I would love to see that game, but I don't want to see it no time soon. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want to see it no time soon, but thank you all for joining the Get Down with Hurley Brown. We love you. Let's do this again. Season's getting ready to start in a week or so. So, Kevin, man, you got a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Tabitha, it was great meeting you. Miss Marsha, you, you have my phone number. Please do not be a stranger. Family, Ray Ellis will be up next. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. And we'll be back next week, same time, same place, same bat channel. It's to get down with Hurley Brown. We love you. We'll see you soon. tuning into the get down with hurley brown the coach wants you to join us again next week tuesday at 12 noon pacific time and 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel we'll have another great show ready to roll next week